0: Morning, Hi. everyone. Morning. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, oh, it's good to be. Um, it's good to be here with you guys, sharing with you this morning. Um, we are uh, finishing up our culture series um, today, yeah. um, which is which is amazing. The really good thing is, is that as. Uh, as Nick said last week, our culture is our culture is is still becoming. We are still becoming uh, new church. We are still uh, leaning into everything that we believe that God has for us and that the ways that God wants to form us and keep shaping us. Uh, and these are like. The um, dogs aren't just for Christmas. (laughs) Uh, These are... You can still get these at any point. We don't have to be doing the culture series for you to be able to grab one of these. I believe there are maybe some at the back. Yeah, there are some at the back um, there for you to grab one. And I think there's... Is there an iZettle? People can pay for it. They are £10. If you haven't got one, then I'd really encourage you to grab one um, and uh, you can... Um, kind of go through them to, uh, together with some friends or by yourself. So our culture is the environment that we curate to nurture the things that we wish to see. And there's a heck of a lot of stuff that we that we want to see here within this, not just within this church, but poured out into Ashford. Um, and so we are on... Uh, statement number 11 so we have gone through all of these and we are on statement number 11 faith is relationship not religious ritual so for maybe the last time do you guys want to stand oh you haven't done this in a while stand up just when you thought you were getting comfy all right we're going to read these out together for starting from 11a here we go We believe it is God's heart as a father to see all his children come into relationship with him and try to make this as straightforward as possible as we share our faith with others. We do all we can to use language that is accessible for all and avoid religious jargon that can't easily be understood by people who don't have experience of the Bible or church. We believe that religion is form without power and instead foster a culture that celebrates the freedom of relationship instead of legalism and religiosity. Yes. Amen. 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 So I really, as I was preparing this week, I really felt like the Lord uh, kind of highlighted uh, 11C particularly uh, to me just to dig into how religion is form without power. And as Nick said last week, there is a, like a deceptive kind of comfort in religion because we can measure how well we're doing. So if I'm serving these rules, if I'm doing all of these things to make myself a better person, to make myself a better Christian, more lovable, ticking off all of the shoulds, then I can tell how I'm doing. And it's the voice that demands that you work harder, you accomplish more, and to perform better, to achieve a sense of well-being and worthiness. And then, even when you are doing well, well you feel that you have to be more. And in times when you experience failure, it feels like your whole world has fallen apart. Uh, has ever, anyone here ever received a, uh, like a report card from school containing words along the lines of, not good enough, must try harder? Yeah? <laughs> there's quite a few hands. Do you know what? Religion is like that and I'm thanks religion is like that and I'm going to go as far as to say that religion is a false god it is a spirit from the realm of darkness that is designed to distort our vision of Jesus and our vision of who we are it is designed to steal life And slowly kill us. (laughs) But we cannot serve two masters. We can have no other God but the one true God. And I believe that today God is ready to discharge us from being under religion, from being under restriction and to bring us into the freedom of relationship. Religion is a life of restriction, a life bound and tied up in knots. Relationship is abundant life. And it is joyful freedom in loving Jesus and being loved. Jesus said in John 10.10, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have abundant life. So I just want to look quickly at uh, one of Paul's letters to Timothy in the New Testament. This is in his second letter to Timothy. You can find it, if you've got a Bible, open up your Bibles. Uh, You can find it 2 Timothy chapter 3 uh, verses 1 to 5. And this is the New Living Translation. You should also know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will, boast, uh, they will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good." They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. And here it is. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. I'm going to read that again. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that will make them godly. The culture... Of the church, Big C Church, has to be different to the culture of our society. Religion is form without power. It's an outward appearance of following Jesus, but without power. Now, why is power important? Because the power of God leads to transformed lives. So the culture of the church needs to be one where you've got this equation. Oh, not that one. This one. (laughs) Relationship plus power equals transformation. Paul writes in Romans 1, 16, 17, for I am not ashamed of the good news of Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God made us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person, righteous means like good, that a righteous person has life. Living life under religion, under performance, and that kind of mentality of I, 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 have, to, I have to be good enough, it's exhausting, isn't it? Yeah. It's exhausting. And the worst part, I think, of living like this is that often your heart is like, in the right place. Your heart wants the right things. And you want to be free, but you don't know how. And living like that is, a, is living a life that is opposite to a solid identity in Jesus. But what's interesting and in, in what Paul says here in Romans is our relationship with God, our identity with God is built on faith. That we can only live in a restful and secure relationship with God by believing and accepting that Jesus worked to secure our love, acceptance, and approval so that we wouldn't have to. And part of this, our relationship with God being built on faith is down to we have to take Jesus at his word. We have to take him at his word. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. Take your yoke upon me, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And notice in that, Jesus is inviting us, take my yoke upon you. Faith and action go hand in hand. James, In the book of James in the New Testament, uh, he talks about how unless your faith produces action, then it's just dead and useless. But seeing Jesus rightly, living in a loving friendship with Jesus and accepting the gift of his grace empowers us to do good works, empowers us. It doesn't make us. It doesn't force us. It empowers us because we want to. Because we want to. Because we just we operate out of love. Um. I, are, I have a we have a, Josh and I have a son called Boaz who um is he's ten on Tuesday, and um, yeah, and uh, he. One of the ways that he loves me is by doing things for me. And, yeah, sometimes I have to ask him. <laughs> but then, <laughs> let's just be real. Uh, but then other times he does things completely out the blue. So, for example, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. No, it was last week. He was out with Josh at the supermarket. And, um, and he told Josh that he wanted to buy me some flowers. Uh, yeah, It's really sweet, right? So of his own volition, his own desire, he bought me flowers. He then brought them home. And without me knowing about this yet, he unwrapped them. He trimmed the stems, stripped the leaves, and put them in a vase in the middle of our dining table for me. That is love empowering you to do good things. That is love empowering you to obedience. That is love empowering you to to serve. That is love empowering you to pursue excellence because we are working from approval, not for it. So instead of working for love, we work from love. Instead of working for acceptance, we work from acceptance. You're getting this, catching on. Instead of working for approval, we are empowered by knowing that Jesus already approves of us. And instead of striving for a life of significance and for a destiny... We work from identity as sons and daughters who have a calling on our life. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Just taking a minute to ask the Lord where he wants me to go next. Just taking a minute to ask the Lord (laughs) where he wants me to go next. Okay. God wants a relationship with us where the outward appearance is the evidence of the power of his spirit having transformed and changed us from the inside out. And I'm going to say that again. God wants a relationship with us where the outward appearance is the evidence of his power having transformed and changed us from the inside out. Yeah, it's true. We've 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 said this so many times before that God is into heart transformation not bo- not behavior modification, but the behavior will be the evidence of his power transforming us. There we go. Here we go. Titus 3.5. Did I put a little marker in? I hope I did. No, I didn't. (laughs) Never mind. I'll read it from here. Titus 3.5. Hardly ever read Titus. It's a great book. Really encourage you to get in there. Um, Titus 3.5 says this, But when the goodness and kindness of God our Saviour... And his love for mankind appeared. this is the amplified version, so the little brackets are really helpful kind of ways of expanding kind of what's in, like in the original language. When the goodness and kindness of God our Savior, and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man Jesus Christ, he saved us not because of any works of righteousness or goodness. Or right standing that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy, by the cleansing of the new birth, that is, spiritual transformation, regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we would be justified, that is, made free of the guilt of sin, by his compassionate, undeserved grace. And that we would be acknowledged as acceptable to him. And made heirs of eternal life. I love this bit. Actually experiencing it. (laughs) Made heirs of eternal life. Actually experiencing it. According to our hope. And our hope is his guarantee to us. I don't know if anyone's ever... um, read up anything about the uh, Welsh revival that happened around like 1904, 1905. One of my favourite parts of the um, of the accounts of kind of what happened and uh, rather the fruit of what happened was where um, uh, so there were a whole load of coal miners who um, encountered Jesus and came under Um, just the power of the Spirit and their lives were completely transformed, so much so that the working donkeys had to be retrained. And they had to be retrained because they were so used to being sworn at and abused that when the coal miners encountered Jesus, they were so transformed that their behavior followed suit and their donkeys didn't understand them anymore. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I am um, yeah. I uh, as I was starting to prepare this I my, my my heart is I just want I just want God to I want God to speak and I want God to have his way. So I started with asking him like I could I could put something together from this from this um Culture statement that would be pretty good, and it would all be theologically accurate and wonderful, and etc. But I don't want that. I want what you want to say to us. Yes. And I, this is what I heard the Lord say. And we're just going to kind of move out from this into uh, some time where we just respond. This is what I believe God said. Visiting hours are over. Visiting hours are over. I want full access. I don't want to be restricted in when I can show up what I can and can't do. Visiting hours are over. I want my people back. I'm going to say that again. Visiting hours are over. I want full access. I don't want to be restricted in when I can show up what I can and can't do. Visiting hours are over. I want my people back. And as I... Heard that I pictured like uh, when often when I uh, when we hear visiting hours, I have to think of like hospital and uh, how visitors are allowed in the hospital to visit patients during certain windows of time. But the thing is that there are there are people who are stuck in beds under the weight of religion. Under the lies of shame, guilt, not enough, believing that where they are will be the place that heals them and makes them whole. And it has restricted us to a relationship with God that is defined by visiting hours, defined by man made regulations around etiquette, around behavior, around appearances. God is allowed to visit. We allow him to visit. We want him to visit. But we have listened to the voice of religion that tells us that the hospital, the institution, will be the one that heals us. That the institution will be the one that restores us. And that God can come, but we're within parameters. And I had this question come to my mind Do you have a relationship with church or with Jesus? I'm going to ask that again. Do you have a relationship with church or with Jesus? God wants a relationship with us where we open our arms wide to receive his power, working in our lives where we don't deny or refuse his power, as Paul said in Timothy. We don't want to reject his power. We don't want to settle for a form of Christianity, for a form of godliness, godlikeness, we need his power. He will, he will absolutely keep coming to visit you by your bedside of religion if that's what you want. He's just incredibly kind and gracious like that. But there is a fire in his belly burning for our freedom. There is a deep jealousy in his heart to be fully his. In a way that he has given himself fully to us. And where we would have no other God but him. Amen. Okay. He wants to take his rightful place. He wants to be Lord of our life. He wants to be our obsession as we are his. I believe that our eyes see him but we it's like our our sight can oftentimes be like a few degrees off. I don't know about you guys. I I'm I'm desperate to see Jesus rightly. I'm desperate to see him rightly because when we see him rightly we just we just want to run to him we just want to run to him because his love is just so utterly utterly incredible yeah. it's it's seeing him rightly it's it's beholding him as he is as that that word beholding it's like you are You are looking at someone, but you are holding your gaze on that person. And you know what? If we do let him come as he wants, when he wants, if we surrender and obey to his voice, then this is the really good news. All of heaven breaks loose. All of heaven breaks loose. We have that phrase in our society, all of hell breaks loose. No, all of heaven wants to break loose. All of heaven wants to break loose. So we're going to stand. We are going to stand. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence here with us. Do you have a relationship with church or with Jesus? Holy Spirit, I thank you that when you come to show us where our lives are just a a, a few degrees off, I thank you that you come in kindness, I thank you that you come in love. thank you. You don't come with a stick, but you come with a hand. You don't come with a stick, you come with a hand to take ours and say, come on, let's just, let's go this way a bit. So Holy Spirit, we just invite you now to come, to take our hand and to move us. Help us to be real and honest with ourselves and with you now. Where our relationship with church has had so much more of a look in than our relationship with you, Jesus. Just let the Holy Spirit come. Soften our hearts, Jesus. Soften our hearts, Jesus. just want to give opportunity um for anyone who has uh who would if you would say that you don't really think that you do have a relationship with jesus and right now in this moment you are either thinking or feeling i i i need i need to know jesus i need to be in a relationship with jesus I need, to, I need to know that acceptance. I need to know that approval. I need to know his love. If that is you and you want to essentially like say yes to Jesus, if Jesus is standing right in front of you and he's saying, will you have me, all of me? And if that is you and you want to say yes to him with that, I just invite you just to pop your hand up for me. Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Father Jesus I thank you that in front of these precious people who are raising their hands that you are, you are standing right in front of them and you are offering all of yourself for all of them And I thank you that with everything that you give us, all of us, is so tiny in comparison. So I ask you, Jesus, that you would encounter these three right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You might be starting to feel maybe a, a little bit emotional, uh, a little bit teary, and I just want to encourage you to um, to not to not push that down. This is a safe place. You don't need to try and control that. That is the that is the love of God just resting on you. So if that if if that's what's happening for you, then I just encourage you just go with it. It's okay. I feel that there are some people here today, you've been in church a a long time, and you uh, you are feeling the hand of the Holy Spirit saying, like kind of leading you and realizing, oh, I have, my relationship with God has been more of a relationship with church than with him. Um, and if that is you, I just uh, I just want to invite you actually to come forward. Um, I feel like there is is necessary for you to for you to move. Um, if that is you, I just want to invite you to come forward uh, because I believe that God wants to just to actually just to set you free and set you free into a life that is pursuing a relationship, a deep friendship and, and heart connection with him. So if that is you, just come, just come forward. We'd love to pray for you. Come on up. Come on up. Thanks, Jesus. Come on up. There are, there are, there are more, there are, (laughs) there are, there are more of you, there are more of you who need to, who need to be up here. This is a, this is a, this is a holy moment. There is no, there is no shame, there is no condemnation, no like pointing of the finger and of like, oh, how terrible you've had a relationship with church, not with Jesus. There's none of that. We've had our our vision distorted. So if if you want to see Jesus rightly, if you want to see him as he is, just come forward. Come forward. There are more of you. There are at least five. Come on. Josh, do you want to stop praying? Thank you. It's not too late. It's not too late. If you have been coming to church for years and you't and you haven't seen the level of transformation in your life that you want to see, um, I want to invite you to come forward. Because the days where you walk into this, into this gathering of people and into the presence of Jesus and walk out the same are gone. Those days are gone. So if you have been going to church for a long time and you have not seen the kind of transformation, the, the change that you want to see, that you are desperate to see, and you have been crying out to God for it, I just, I want it. come on, come on up, come on up. We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> okay thank you thank you Father if you, um, if you are uh, if you're a leader in any capacity <laughs> uh, here and uh, you are not in this moment kind of uh, receiving and encountering Jesus I just want to invite you to come up just start praying for these people Had a word as well for um, people who are um, suffering with a, a significant amount of grief, and that's and you're really feeling that weighing on you today. Um, and when we have a, a sense of God saying something, that means He wants to do something. <laughs> um, so if that is you, we'd love to pray for you and just and see the Lord just lift the. Uh, lift the weight of that and just come and comfort you so if that's you i just invite you just to come forward over here to the side for me um that's here over to my left your right thank you father thank you father okay let 's be family together we don 't want people left on their own who have come up to be prayed for so if you if you know jesus come and <laughs> come and pray for these guys If you know Jesus, come and pray for these guys. Thank you Father Thank you Father We are Thank you. We're just gonna we're gonna keep um, praying and just creating space for the Lord to do what He wants to do. I just invite the rest of you who aren't at the front. Could you stand for me? Thank you, if you're able. Amazing. And I and I just I just want to pray. I just want to pray for you. And, and pray for pray for us, Jesus. We want to see you rightly. We want to see you as you are. We don't want our vision to be skewed a few degrees off. We want to see you rightly as you are. So, Jesus, I ask you that you would come and break off of us every spirit of religion that has come to. To distort our view, would you break religion off of us, Jesus? And I ask you, Father God, that where where we have been crying out, saying, Just make us hungry, make us thirsty, I ask you, God, that you would come now by your Holy Spirit. And I ask you that you would birth in us deep hunger, deep thirst that can only be quenched in your presence, that can only be quenched in relationship with you, that can only be satiated in friendship with you. God, we know that there is so much more and we want it and we recognize that there is something that is holding us back. And so we ask you that you would come in your power and bring complete freedom to us. Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. To this family for more information, go to numachurch.uk where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week and remember your are loved.